is this still the case that there is a stalemate? Well, it still stands. Uh, the strike is still on, but we're hopeful that tomorrow's meeting will be able to 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 do away with the deadlock. Uh, we've called this meeting with, with all concerned stakeholders, which includes the deputy minister of higher education and training, and also uh, the vice chancellor of the university. So in that meeting, we'll be uh, renegotiating uh, the, the demands that we've put through. And of course, we're hoping that the management will come with a revised offer that workers will be able to, to accept. But we do realize that the strike has been prolonged unnecessarily and that it has uh, infringed on the rights of students to education and that we need to, to, to end the strike ultimately so that workers can go back to work, hmm. everything can return to normality in the university. When you say it's been prolonged unnecessarily by whom, and when you talk about um, students being denied their right to education, are you also not part of that problem? Are you not also part of the cause of students being unable to access education? Well, uh, what I can say to people is that um, we, we, we make demands to management, and our view is that our demands are reasonable. Instead of management engaging us in good faith in terms of the, the demand, they've been evasive, they've been playing hard to get, they've been playing hard to, 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 to get. All games are, there is under the sun. So basically, so if there's anyone who needs to shoulder the blame, it should be the university management who displayed uh, extraordinary um, levels of intransigency. Uh, as a union uh, with an open-door policy, we've always been available 24-7 to negotiate with the university. So it's been on their side where we'll find hardship and high level of high-handedness in that from time to time they would send police to brutalize our members instead of coming to the negotiating table. So there, there's been cases of intimidation and, and all of that. So not uh, us who's, who's led to the current impasse. In, in fact, our workers deserve a living wage. They deserve to work in, in, in better working conditions. So that, that doesn't mean that we can uh, go on strike when we, when we feel that there's a deadlock between us and the employer. Remember, a strike is, 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 is usually a last resort after um, exhausting all available avenues. So we've, we've exhausted all avenues that are available to us up to the point whereby we have to take a very difficult and painful decision of going on strike. Okay, so, let me ask this question very quickly as my last question. You're absolutely right. You're expressing your right to a better uh, a life, but it's a give and take in negotiations. What about you? Are you willing to give a little in order uh, to have the deadlock broken? Well, so when we started the, the negotiations, we were 12%. Workers were adamant that they wanted the double digits increase, which was 12%. And we went down from that 12% to 8.25, while management started at 6. So in, in, in their quest to, to find common ground, they went from 6 to 6.25. So we've made the biggest sacrifice. We've done everything that is possible to try to find common ground, while the university has not made any uh, a, a, a substantial price to, to meet us in, in, in the middle. So um, hopefully tomorrow they'll come back with a revised offer and they'll negotiate in good faith 
and the okay. intervention with the deputy minister will yield positive results. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Kaya Kleber is spokesperson for Nahau. Listening into our conversation is Alan Khan, who is the DUT spokesperson. A very good evening to you, and thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. As you've heard Nahau, through its spokesperson, say they have made the biggest move in trying to uh, bring an end to the impasse, mentioning that they've moved from uh, 12 to now 8.5%, uh, saying you have only moved but a fraction from 62 to 6.5%. So from what they're saying, it's time for you to give a little bit more. So, Lisa, hi, good evening, and uh, good evening to the uh, SFM listeners. It's interesting that I heard uh, the gentleman mention 12%. There were media reports the other day that they started at 15%. As far as we were notified in terms of uh, what the unions had requested with mm. their first offer, it was a 10% salary increase, and 9,000 rand one-stop bonus or 14th check that's not linked to performance, and a 400 rand increase in the housing allowance per month. The university had initially received a mandate from the university council at 4%. The university has since moved a number of times, from 4 to 4.5, 5 to 5.25, to 5.5, to 6. And then the uh, ex-co of council met earlier this year to say, well, let's take it to 6.5 as our ceiling. Now, we need to ensure that we have a university that's financially sustainable, one that is still going to be around for future generations of students. And as such, as responsible and accountable management, the university cannot be run into the ground. At this stage, at a 6.5% salary increment, the university will be at a 12 million rand deficit for the financial year. If we had to honor the 10% or even the 8.25, which the unions have seemingly come down to, that will still put us into a deficit of over 50 million rand for the annum. It's much easier for us to manage and put in cost-saving mechanisms to deal with a deficit of 12 million rand for the fiscal than it is for 52 million rand. We're a public university. We're dealing with public funds and funds that our students whose parents work exceptionally hard to pay fees. So we've got to be exceptionally cautious and responsible in our spending habits. Having said that, something's going to give. How far are you moving, willing to move to ensure that you bring an end to the deadlock? Well, the reality is that we receive a mandate from the University Council. Council has given management the 6.5%, which was our ceiling. Now, I understand that the unions have moved from 10 down to 8.25, and now they're claiming to be at 8%. We're still too far apart. If we have to increase on the university side, it will mean that we're going into a further deficit. The university cannot afford anything above 6.5%. If it does, it will mean it will go further into the red. So we're asking the unions that in the interim, whilst we want to continue negotiations, suspend the strike, let's get back into class. As of this morning, we had 23,351 students registered for 2018, many of them from poor and working-class families. These students deserve to be in class whilst both parties sit around the table and try and find a way forward so that there's an agreement in place. But once again, the Vice-Chancellor last week, Professor Tanvam Chandler, called a media conference, and he was quite sincere in his approach where he said, let's get back onto the table, let's find a way forward, but please suspend the strike so we can get into class and get teaching and learning underway for 2018. All right. Thank you very much for speaking to us. Alan Khan, DUT spokesperson. Of course, we're keeping a very close eye on those talks. They're set to take place tomorrow.